0: Welcome back to another episode of the Spirit Lad Leader Podcast. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, and today I am starting a seven part series to share with you my God story. So, leading up to this episode, I've been sharing with you the inspiration and why of this podcast, uh, telling you a little bit of my journey high level and what the underlining theme of it has been, which has really been a journey of discovery and focus and clarity. And last week, I also shared just a little bit about the vision and expectation of this podcast and why it's so important to get a revelation around the things that we feel led and called to do, but also to really get focused on where we're going, not from the sense of outcomes and results, but understanding the movement and the intention of it and how it serves others. And part of my reasoning for this seven-part series of sharing my God stories is to really help you be able to hear the characteristics of God and hopefully relate them to your own personal stories so that you recognize this is not just happening for me because I'm this awesome experienced person, but because It is faith-led because it is Holy Spirit-led. And so my prayer is that as I share these stories, you're able to hear God in them and understand what God is saying to you about your specific story, your specific testimony. So let's get started. Tune in right now to hear the first God story that I'm going to share, which takes us back to high school. You are listening to the Spirit Led Leader Podcast, where you will go from being prideful to fruitful, gaining biblical principles that will grow your influence, confidence, and relationship with God. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, the author of The Fruit of a Spirit Led Leader. I am also a wife, mom, and believer in business. Now, turn on that do not disturb, grab your notebook and pen, because it's grow time. I am really excited to share with you all my story today. I did the exercise Uncomfortable Advantage a few years ago and if this is your first episode listening to me, it's an exercise that I created to really help me understand some of the the storylines in my life and so for those situations that I felt extremely uncomfortable in, To the point where I, you know, questioned why I was going through it or what it meant for my life and the journey that I was on. And so I documented it by really understanding what was the situation, what was the shortcoming that I experienced, what was my perspective of it as I was going through it or as I am going through it, what were other people's perspectives, and what was the blessing of going through and experiencing the situation. And so if you haven't subscribed to the email list, I encourage you to subscribe because I give that exercise for you to do. So it's nothing fancy, it's just literally a a quick sheet that allows for you to reflect and brainstorm on your own personal stories. Those stories of perceived failures that you just constantly replay over and over in your mind and feel like every time you're trying to break through something, this thought or this scenario, this story comes back up. And so there's an opportunity to reframe those stories to work for you, to, to encourage you and to know that. It was meant to grow you. So this exercise helped elevate your perspectives. The stories that I'm sharing are stories that (laughs) played over and over in my mind for many years that now I can appreciate and share with you today from a place of appreciation instead of a place of regret. So the first story that I'm going to share is when I was in high school. So when I was in high school, I was a 4.0 student. I knew all the upperclassmen because my sister attended that high school and her and I was pretty much attached at the hip. And so all of her friends became my friends. And so uh, she's four year, four and a half years older than I am. And so when she graduated, I was just coming into the school, but I knew everyone there already because, again, I I really spent a lot of time with my sister and her friends who became mine. So come in, I'm a freshman, I know all these upperclassmen, uh, I have good grades. At the time, I was just in the spotlight, like everything, it was always this uh, persona of perfection, uh, this persona that I was... That I was, you know, having this perfect life. And to be honest, it was actually a down period in my life. No one knew that part. No one knew how I was actually feeling. In that time frame, I ended up having a couple uh, close friends. And one of which she was, you know, her and I were very close. I would call her a best friend at that time. And I started to notice that she was acting different and she was hanging around these other girls who just flat out did not like me. I don't know why they didn't like me. I had my uh, perception um, and assumptions of why they didn't like me, but they just absolutely hated me. And, you know, I just kind of, whatever, moved on from it. Well, one particular day I get to school early and I'm walking to my locker and I'm getting, I'm putting my books up. And I started to see, I went to a private school. So, you know, it's a small, a small school. And so I started to see people lining up along the lockers. And I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. Not quite sure what people are doing, but okay, fine, whatever. And they're lining up and they're just kind of looking at me and I'm like, well, what's going on? So I go over to another person who I perceive to be a friend and he tells me hey you know your best friend is at the front door waiting on these other girls and they're telling people that they're going to come back here and jump you instantly i just kind of froze up like oh my goodness what <laughs> and so i the first thing i do was i call my sister and i'm telling her like these girls are about to try to jump me and if i'm honest that was always One of my fears is that I would get into a fight. I wouldn't mind if I had to get into a fight (laughs) one-on-one, but I was always afraid to get jumped. (laughs) So I'm just like, oh man, you know, that's more than one person. They might pull my hair, scratch my face up, you know, fight dirty. And so I call my sister and I'm telling her what's happening. And I stood on my books to kind of look down the hallway to see now they're coming my way and there's a group of them, and the best friend confronts me, and honestly, I can't tell you what it was about, what she said. I can't even really remember the details of that moment, other than the fact that as she's confronting me, we start to fight, and again, it was a private school, and so the fight probably lasted 45 seconds, and when administrators were breaking up the fight, She was behind me, like pulling my hair. And I remember being so mad because I don't feel like she got any good licks on me, but it looked like she had won the fight. So now we're getting pushed to the principal office and I was just so mad. I was so mad. And during this time, I had a really close relationship with God. So to the point where I would be walking through the hallway, talking to God inviting him into my tests, you know, when I'm taking an exam, like, okay, Lord, what's, you know, is it C? Is it B? Do I remember studying this? Give me some wisdom, you know? So it was, we had that type of relationship. So I felt like I was close to God and I was so frustrated because all I could think was, well, well, God, why would you, and how would you let this happen to me? Like, I've been doing everything right. I've been, you know, trying to be good. I've been good. And then you let this super embarrassing moment happen. Well, you know, the rules of getting into a fight at a private school, and this may be everywhere, but particularly at this school, was you're suspended for three days. We both get suspended. Well, (laughs) the twist to my story was that I was actually about to transfer schools the very day that I was supposed to return back to my old school after the three-day suspension was the same day that I was supposed to start my new school. (laughs) And I really, really struggled on making the right decision because in my mind, I wanted to go back in the three days and finish the fight. I wanted to go back to prove that I wasn't scared. You know, she didn't beat me up that, you know, all these things. I wanted to prove that I was going to finish this fight. And if I did, that meant that I would get expelled from the new school and expelled from the old school. So here I am at 15 years old in no high school, which is probably not a good idea. I really struggled to not go back because... For me, it was really a matter of, no, I have to go finish this. But ultimately, God gave me a fork in, basically a fork in the road, where it was either you're going to choose what you know to be right, or go do something that you know will be detrimentally negative to your future. I did go to the new school, and for years, for years, I felt like I had punked out. For years, I was so mad. I was so mad and upset that God really allowed for this situation to happen. And while it was just a small schoolyard fight it really shift my life and my perspective and how I trust people or more so didn't trust people because it was like, well, I considered her a friend, not just a friend, but a, a best friend. And this situation happened. I decided that I was just going to stop talking to God because it was okay, well, God, I've I've been spending all this time with you. I've been, you know, talking with you and look where that got me. So I wasn't necessarily like, I didn't believe in God. I was just mad at God. So my way of dealing with that was to just not talk to him. Now, throughout this time, I always felt that he was present and that he was with me, but I just, you know, I was like, well, this changed our relationship it wasn't until I got to undergrad that I understood the blessing in this experience. But what, but what I realized in hindsight is that that experience allowed for me to knock the the monkey off my back, which was pride. That experience allowed for me to make a tough decision even when I felt like I didn't want to, but knew that it was right to. And that experience allowed for me to not just I had this perspective of, you know, the proof is in the pudding, you know, like I'm I'm good at what I do, I I get good grades because I study hard, you know, so it was it was almost as if I knew God, but I didn't understand how God was fueling me how God was sustaining me how God was providing for me and so therefore I wasn't giving him the glory for the the way that I was showing up for the things that other people didn't feel came naturally to them what I recognize is that that experience really allowed for me to give God credit To understand that me getting good grades and me uh, having everything that I needed in that season and that time or being in the spotlight or the limelight (laughs) was God's glory. But I didn't know to give him credit for that. I'm very grateful and thankful that I was able to have that experience at such a young age because it really taught me that sometimes we have to make tough decisions sometimes it's the very people that are closest to us that makes us feel like we can trust them that does something that we may feel is unforgivable but through god's uh, love and grace and patience we're able to forgive we're able to learn and we're able to move forward. I pray that just by listening to this story, you're able to think about the times in your life when you had to make a tough decision, when you knew what was right, but still wanted to do what was wrong. And how did God then show you, one, a way out, a way around or a way through. And even if you're struggling with doing this now, like if you are right now thinking like, oh, this is my current situation and I don't know what I supposed to do or what I know I should do, I don't want to do. I would say just invite God into this moment to understand what is it that he wants this situation to reveal to you about you. What characteristic, that he wants you to discover in him that will allow for you to draw nearer to him. There is a blessing to everything that we go through. It's just about how we perceive the thing that we're going through. So right now I want to encourage you to think bigger about whatever is in front of you. It's not what it looks like. It's not as it seems it is more to what you're supposed to glean out of the situation that you've either been through or that you're going through. And so don't just take it for face value. Tap into understanding and reflecting on why it's necessary. What is creating the criticality of going through this experience in your life and how does it shape your journey going forward? What can you get out of this? What is the blessing of this? Because the word says that God allows for everything to work for the good of those who love him. And so this is meant to work out for your good. So tap into that and understand and seek God to understand what the good is. What's the lesson and how do you use it to continue to grow and to develop, and to prosper because of it. That's all I have for today. I will see you all next week to give you my God story number two. I pray that this blessed you, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Spirit Led Leader podcast. Right now, I want to invite you to come alongside me by subscribing to this podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. And for those of you who have already subscribed, thank you. I've gotten vulnerable. Now it's your turn. I want to hear from you. And so here are a couple ways for you to reach out. One, join me in the Spirit Led Leader community on LinkedIn and let me know what you got out of this episode. Two, leave a positive written review if you feel others need to hear this. And three, if you thought this episode was powerful and one you would like to share, please leave a five-star rating and share it. I'm so grateful to host this show and truly excited for what God is going to do in and through us this week. Until next time, keep in step and know that God's got you, therefore you got it.